Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast and welcome back to real life, really, now that we're all settling into our routines after the holidays. So I don't know about y'all, but December was just wild for me. It was like simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest month of my entire life. I don't know. This year, it was just crazy. So I have a few things to share along with this episode today. First off, I took an unintentional hiatus for most of December. I released the goal episode and then I just basically dropped off the face of the earth. Last year, I was so proud of myself for keeping the podcast perfectly on time throughout the holidays. And this year, this year, I just really got my ass handed to me. Let's just say that. I don't think I've even put anything on Instagram in weeks. It was a combination of just pure busyness and then something very sad happened in my life as well. Um, So you may have heard me talk before about my dog, Gus. He always lays on his bed in my office in the mornings when I work. He's 17 years old. He's almost 18. He's completely deaf, nearly blind. And unfortunately, one morning he just, he took a really bad turn. And even with more meds than he's usually on, he just wasn't getting any better. He couldn't stand up on his own and he was crying a lot when he was awake. So, so I made the hardest decision I've ever made. And I, I said goodbye to my sweet boy. In December of last year, in 2020, we found out he had cancer in his liver, in his pancreas and, and in his kidneys. So three major areas in your body and he had cancer there. Um, And at the time, the vet gave him three to six months left to live. And this was a year ago in December of 2020. So the fact that he lived and lived happily for another year is just, it's just so him. It's just so Gus to amaze everyone and prove them wrong and show that he may have been a small guy, but he was incredibly strong and he was such a little fighter. I got Gus as a puppy when I was 12 years old. So we we literally grew up together. He's always been there. He's just always, he's so much a part of our family. I couldn't even imagine my wedding day without him. And he was up there with all the groomsmen. He loved the beach. He loved going on walks. He loved sitting on the back of the couch like he was a cat. He loved driving with the windows open, snuggling in bed and food that dog lived for food but most of all he loved me and to have such a special bond and to get so much love and joy from a dog is just one of the greatest blessings of my life I miss him immensely 
And even though he slept most of the time in his final months, like our house is definitely feeling empty and quieter without him. I know it was the right choice. I know he was suffering and it was time to let him go. But damn, if you have ever had to make that decision, it's it sucks. It's awful. Gussie was my first baby, really. Um, and I'm just really lucky that I got to have a little bit of time with him in August. My two babies together. He wasn't too impressed with her when we first brought her home from the hospital, but he learned to love her a whole lot when she started dropping food on the ground. I feel like I can't even put into words how much he means to our family and how much we love him. I knew he was sick and I knew we were on really borrowed time for the last six months of his life. So so I thought I was much more prepared for his passing, but I was I was not prepared at all. After it happened, I realized I was I wasn't prepared at all. And it's been pretty hard. And for a few weeks there, I just I did not have the emotional energy to record a podcast and to sound enthusiastic about what I was talking about it just was not going to happen so it didn't I needed some time but now I'm happy to be back I'm getting through it if you've ever lost a pet you know it it sucks but Gus was he was truly special you know sometimes the grieving process can be hard because others might not understand your loss they might not understand how special your bond with an animal can be or how they're members of your family. But thank you for allowing me to share about Gus today. I like to fill you in on details of my life. You are listening to this podcast, so I want you to get to know the voice behind the microphone. So that's sharing the wins and then, you know, the sad moments as well in life. So speaking of good moments, with that big announcement, I'm officially a national board certified health and wellness coach. The National Board for Health Coaching was created by the National Board of Medical Examiners. So it's pretty prestigious. This was not some five-hour online course or something like that. It's not some rinky-dinky certification. Let me tell you that. This is the highest level that you can get to as a health and wellness coach. And I'll share more about it later, but I'm very excited. And now you will see fancy letters after my name everywhere. Another announcement. I am changing the name of Unstoppable Moms Fitness. It is changing to Caroline Breen. I started Unstoppable Moms when I was a personal trainer and was more focused on that. But now that I've been focusing on health coaching for more than a year now, the name and what I was doing, they they just don't line up very well. And then with my national board certification, it was time to change the name. The podcast, Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness, is going to stay the same. So that name is not changing. No change here. But my business name and my website name, that's all changing to Caroline Breen, which will be the umbrella over everything else. Just makes it a little more cohesive and make a little more sense. And just to let you know, any old links to Unstoppable Moms Fitness, those will still work. So all the links and older shows and such, those still work just fine. At least they should. (laughs) Okay, whew, I think that is everything to catch up on. So let's get down to the episode, shall we? Today I wanted to discuss with you what is wellness? Now, if you've listened to any other episode, you've probably heard me say wellness looks different to everyone. 
And that is so 100% true. And it's the first thing that you need to understand if you're wanting to improve your wellness. It looks different to everyone. But what is wellness in the first place? Like, what does it actually mean to be well? Now, if your mind automatically said losing weight or weight loss, let me stop you right there. Weight loss is not wellness. It could potentially and possibly impact your health, but wellness and health are not hand in hand. They're not the same level. They're different things. So I want to make that clear today with this. You have your physical mental, and emotional health. And yes, those are definitely factors of your wellness. But wellness is also more than that. To give you a definition, the National Wellness Institute defines wellness as a process of becoming aware of and making choices towards a more successful existence. Wellness is living your best self as it aligns with your desires, values, and strengths. It is you as a whole person in all of your dimensions. Wellness is a conscious process towards achieving your full potential. Now, when we hear words like potential and successful, we tend to think like career and money, right? That's not what we're meaning here. Your personal satisfaction in your career and money are absolutely factors of wellness. They contribute to your wellness. But what makes your life as a whole successful? How would you define success in your physical health? What is success with your mental health, your spiritual health? How would you say if you're being successful in parenting or caring for yourself or any other factor of your life? Another definition that I love by Dr. Michael Arlowski is, Wellness is living your life consciously in ways that improve your health and well-being. So understanding that health and well-being are two different things there. A lot of times we like to group them together. Are they intertwined? Yes, 100%, absolutely, very much so intertwined. But your well-being and your wellness, those are like a very big umbrella over your entire life and your health is a factor of that, a big factor of that, but a factor of that. So again, with that definition, wellness is living your life consciously. It's about making those conscious choices. This is where wellness becomes different to everyone. What is your well-being? What does that mean to you? What makes your life full and rich and meaningful? And not looking back when you're 90. I'm asking you for right now. What connections, what experiences, what personal qualities and strengths, what relationships, what habits, what is living your best possible self? When you think of your best possible self, you're probably thinking a lot in the future. Maybe you have tons of money or how you want your body to look. You're traveling all the time or you found the perfect partner. You've gotten the job of your dreams or a huge promotion at work, etc. These big goals of knowing you want more and can achieve more are important and valid. However, I want you to keep sight of this. How can you live your best possible self right now while working towards your full potential? Don't wait to live your best self. Don't always think that life is in the future. So I know I asked a lot of questions there, but that's because only you 
can define what wellness means to you. Your idea of wellness will not match anyone else's, not even your partner's because you're two different people. Taking the subcategory of health, for example, for some, wellness and their health means they maintain 16% body fat and can run a marathon. For others, it just means their blood pressure numbers are normal. And for others, it means that they follow a vegetarian diet and they limit their sugar intake. There are so many different dimensions and factors and feelings that create this one unique you. That's why wellness is different to everyone. Now, wellness is also personal responsibility and conscious choice. This is something people get very defensive about very quickly. Listen, everyone's got their own shit. Everyone has shit that has happened to them in the past. Everyone has shit that they're dealing with right now and things going on in their life. Maybe you can't and you probably can't do all the things you have to do in order to reach your full potential or to become the person you want to become and become your most well right now. That's okay because wellness takes building blocks. That's why you focus on how can you live your best possible self right now. Maybe your best possible self right now is only 5% of the person you envision yourself becoming over your lifetime. But it's your responsibility to be that 5% right now, to make those conscious choices, to own up to your personal responsibility, to be completely honest with yourself and call yourself out on your own bullshit sometimes because we all bullshit ourselves sometimes. I do it to myself all the time. You cannot sit there and complain about something you dislike about your life and that you wish was different and yet do nothing to change it either change the situation or your attitude about it or how you deal with it. But it's your personal responsibility. So that is part of wellness there. And honestly, that can be a little bit freeing when you realize it's your personal responsibility and no one else's because then you don't have to rely on anybody else. You only have to have your own back. So I also wanted to share with you something called the illness wellness continuum, which can help break wellness in terms of physical and even mental health down a little more. Obviously, if you haven't picked this up from this episode yet, wellness is all-encompassing. However, many of us think of our physical and or our mental health first when we hear the word wellness. And for many of us, it serves as a large foundation for our other branches of wellness. So the Illness Wellness Continuum was created by Jack Travis, and I'll post a graphic of it on this episode's blog post so you can visually see it if you're more of a visual person, and you can find the link to that in the description. But for now, imagine a long horizontal line with an arrow pointing in opposite directions at each end. In the center, in the very center, is the neutral point. At this neutral point, there's no discernible illness, but there's also no discernible wellness. If we go to the left along this line, the first point is signs of illness. Next is symptoms of illness and then disability. And finally, the arrow at the end is premature death. If we look again at the neutral point and go to the right, first it's awareness, then education, then growth, and finally, over the arrow on this side is high-level wellness. So we can think we're well if we're at the neutral point in the middle when we have no signs or symptoms of illness. But the fact is, 
Wellness is more than the absence of illness. Wellness is taking the initiative to reach for a higher level than just this neutral ground and continuously growing in that, not remaining stagnant. Now, one issue we see a lot is called the treatment paradigm that's added into this illness wellness continuum. The treatment paradigm takes disability, symptoms, or signs and points towards neutral. Once you're back to neutral, healthcare providers kind of consider their job done. Like they may push you a little further or advise you to do X, Y, Z, but they generally don't walk you through those steps. Once your healthcare providers get you back to neutral, responsibility majorly shifts to you. And that's a lot of where we struggle. So the wellness paradigm shifts this standard. The wellness paradigm starts at disability. It's the same place the treatment paradigm started. And it goes through symptoms, signs, but it also goes through the neutral point instead of ending there. And it continues through awareness, education, growth to higher level wellness. Really what this means is starting to look at wellness even during the treatment phase. So let me give you an example because hopefully this is making sense, but I understand it can be a little confusing. If someone suffers a heart attack and ends up in the hospital, during their recovery time in the hospital, the healthcare team is looking at how can we get this person back to normal, out the door, and back to their life. With the wellness paradigm, they're looking at how can we get this person out the door and back to their life and prevent another heart attack. This is a major place where health coaches are really starting to be utilized and step in. They provide not only guidance on how to get started, but also provide education and help you figure out how to actually put these things into action in your life. When the patient from our example is leaving the hospital after recovering from their heart attack, their doctor is probably going to tell them, hey, you should do this and this and this. And they're handing them a lot of information all at once. But their doctor is not going to walk through this process with them. They've already taken them this far. And now the responsibility shifts. And that's where it can get overwhelming. So Trying to make all of those lifestyle changes and taking on all that responsibility, it can be really difficult. So this is where health coaches can step in and be utilized to not only help you manage that responsibility, but really help you create the path that's going to get you there in a way that works for your life. And health coaches, you know, they aren't just for like after you have a heart attack or after you have some major incident. Most of the time, health coaches are used for prevention, for people wanting to live a more of a prevention lifestyle when it comes to health issues versus after treatment. Last point for the illness wellness continuum. You can have an illness or disability and maybe it's one that's never going to go away, but so much matters about which way you choose to face. Are you facing premature death and succumbing to the why does it even matter sort of thoughts? Or are you facing wellness? Even with whatever you're dealing with, are you finding ways to be well in your life? Remembering that wellness is all encompassing. And final thing to answer the question, what is wellness? Wellness is positive. It's not striving for perfection or feeling like you're never good enough. Not everything is going to be rainbows and butterflies, but it is having a generally positive outlook and attitude about life, about your abilities, And it's about having some damn belief in yourself. 
So again, I'll ask you, what is your version of wellness? What would it mean to live your best possible self? What would make your life full and rich and meaningful right now? I hope this episode has inspired you. If you know you want to improve your wellness, but you're feeling a little overwhelmed or confused, or you would just find it helpful to have something that put this all out on paper for you, I recently released the Wellness Goal Planner. This planner is a little more health-focused, but it does help you examine many different aspects of your life. It walks you through looking at your wellness now, seeing where you want to improve, how to create those changes, tips for motivation. Included is also a wellness assessment, a goal mapping guide, habit trackers, calendar, and a lot more. I would definitely encourage you to check it out. It's an instantly downloadable printable, so you can start on your goals right away today if you want to, and you don't have to wait for shipping. You can find that at carolinebreen.com and click on shop. And if you use the code goals, you can get 10% off for a limited time. Thank you for hanging out with me on this episode today and for allowing me to share about my sweet boy, Gus. If you want to see how handsome he is, I posted a picture on Instagram. And feel free to share your adorable fur babies with me. And of course, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I will talk to you next week. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.